Do you like pop culture? I do. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you, Andrew. Oh. If you enjoy movies, television, all that kind of stuff, uh, we have a lot of fun on Sif Pop Podcast, part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. So you can come check us out every week. You can listen live or just download it to your podcast feed. Every single week, Aaron breaks down the newest movies that are big in theaters, and I make funny noises. <laughs> you could probably pick one of those that you would like. You can join us every weekend live by looking at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA, or you can find us in your podcast player of preference by searching for Sift Pop. Spring is here. It's so beautiful outside. It's the perfect time to just put on some headphones and listen to Shoot Dead, which is exactly what you're doing. How dare you? I just smacked your computer. I apologize. How dare you throw our laptops into a mosh pit together? Remember mosh pits? Boy, do I. <laughs> no, seriously, did you ever go to a concert where there was a mosh pit? I've only ever been to one concert where there was a mosh pit. And Did you participate? Of course did you, not. Did you get moshed? No, that was the concert where suddenly I was crowd surfing without giving my permission Ooh. and my body was being accosted and then I was chucked from the front all the way to the back and then tossed on my butt. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. I was I ne- I've never been back to a concert I, since then. Cr- Screw that. Crowd surfing seems cool until you realize it's all just a front for sexual abuse. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. My like, pants like literally were almost pulled off my body. Wow. <gasps> Are you ready to shoe a dough today? Should we start with some story time? Let's shoe a dough. Let's do it. Today is Peruse the News Day. Today is Tuesday. It's News Days. It's Peruse Days. Eventually, I'm going to remember that. (laughs) Although your little, what is that called? Uh, Mantra that you just did? Uh, Rhyming. It's called rhyming. Rhyming. (laughs) Yes. It's where words have the same phonic similarity. News Days, Tuesdays. What did you say? It's Tuesday. So it's News Day and Peruse Day. Oh. Mm-hmm. Tuesdays, Newsdays, Prusdays. Uh-huh. I kind of like that. <laughs> I really hope it sticks. Highly doubt it. Yeah. So I have I have mine all ready to go. You've got yours all ready to go. But let's start with a little story time. Yeah, what's going on? How's your life been? What I love is that I've been home so much more these days, which I think for most of my life, I've not been like a homebody. But mm-hmm. living 30 miles outside of the city limits, I just don't want to go anywhere once I get home. I don't mm-hmm. want to. There's nowhere to go. I live mm-hmm. in a really. We have one main road in the one town. One of <laughs> us. One of us. So um, I really liked being home. And then, you know, you can kind of like get a feel for the weather and then open the windows and let mm-hmm. the cool air come in. Yeah. So I'm I'm actually kind of enjoying becoming a homebody. Oh, so great, isn't it? Well, I used to be a homebody, but I was more of a, like a TV video game homebody. Yeah, the best kind. So I was not <laughs> engaged in things like, oh, you know, like laundry and dishes. It was well, just no. <laughs> those are the worst parts about being a homebody. Somehow those just get done by someone else. Right. Or you just eat out and you never have dishes <laughs> That's anyway. That's right. See, now you're getting it. No, but now I'm actually engaging in the whole live in your no, home, sure. yeah, use yeah, yeah. your home kind of a thing. And that's been really nice. I feel like I'm... I mean, in a way, I feel like I'm getting more boring, but Mm -hmm. in another way, I feel like this is super healthy to want to be in your space and actually make it something besides just exist. (laughs) Welcome to becoming an adult. (laughs) You get more boring, but things get better. There are signs I'm adulting in all these interesting ways. I'm raising a child, super adulting, Mm -hmm. and also... I pulled my hair up in a ponytail, and I have a gray streak starting. Nice. So there's 
for sure a sign I'm sorry, I don't mean to be insensitive. Thing. My response is always going to be, that's awesome, because I love gray hair. Right. My wife is, is really wants hers to go gray now, too, and I've always said I'm excited for mine to go gray. Right. And um, and she has considered like having it grayed, even uh, like having it done. Really, that's not good. Well, no. In, <laughs> in, in my opinion, my opinion. Well, no, 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 no. I mean, it's beautiful. I mean, I think it's beautiful when people do pink hair or orange. I, you know, I like that people do you know crazy stuff with their hair. I've done that. Yeah, you have. Um, but it, I mean, it's more of an expense thing to keep it up. That's like, why it's I was like, oh no, don't hundreds do of dollars it's a month just so to keep expensive. it. Especially when it's such a extreme thing like if for example if you have gray hair mm-hmm. and you're dyeing it so that people don't see you have gray hair you have to go so regularly because your roots grow out well and jen's mom is completely gray now and it just looks so beautiful like it's just i i love i don't know i i'm i guess i'm the weird one because i know we're supposed to kind of be like not attracted to things that are older things my but... brother has had gray hair since i think he was in high school or something yeah. So I'm, I've always had it around and I've, I've always liked it. And I've, cool. I've broken away from that mold of thinking I should have to have, you know, my hair dyed. In fact, when I found out I was pregnant, I knew, I think I'm done. I'm done dyeing my hair. And so, and I've had yeah. completely natural hair before. And then I had fun with it for a few years because I had money to play with. Yeah. I just, first of all, don't have the time. I don't have the, I don't want to spend the money on it. It is yeah. very expensive to upkeep. If you ever want to do like the shave side thing that you did that one time. Yeah. I can do that for you. Oh, thank like, you. Like I, I, yeah, I've, I've, I've got the yeah. the clippers. I know how to, how that works. Is that something that you're potentially excited about? Because <laughs> no. I'm just going to go ahead and address it now. <laughs> never going to happen. I'm never going to be like, here, Aaron, unless uh, it's like an emergency life-saving thing, you uh-huh. have to shave my hair right. for some great purpose. To do cranial surgery right. that all of a sudden I'm trained for you're somehow. You're the only one. No, you're just trained in the clippers and the next person's <laughs> trained in the surgery. That's what They don't know how to use clippers. They can do brain surgery. Yeah. This is the scenario. But they don't know how to use clippers. In that scenario, you have full permission to it's shave to my know. head. It's good to know there is. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. There is a chance. <laughs> Oh, man. I think I'm going to share a story time that I'm shocked I haven't shared before because it happened like three or four weeks ago. Now, it is quite possible because it happened like a month ago um, that it is one of those things that I have shared and I've forgotten. If so, just stop me and we'll move on to shoe in the dough. Um, But it was coming out of uh, Avengers Endgame opening weekend. So that'll tell you exactly how long ago it was. Um, and have I told this story? I don't you know, think so. You know yet? Okay. So we're walking out and there's a scuffle going on outside of the movie theater. Whoa. Um, and I, I, in my life have been the person, especially like college, that kind of range that would do fake fights with friends just for a response. Mm-hmm. Like we'd yell at each other, but it's, it was obvious the things that we, we were yelling were silly. Like, but, no, your pizza toppings are horrible. Right. But our, but our attitude was real. Like we, right. like we would sell it even though the uh. words were, you know, weird or whatever. Anyways. Anchovies. So, yeah. So my, my Man. instinct is first, I don't, I don't know if it's real. Right. Um, my second instinct is let's move away from it, observe it mm-hmm. and then figure out what needs to happen. Right. Um, my wife is not that way. Okay. She, she is a, she is a doer. Like if she thinks something needs taken care of, she doesn't wait. She takes care of it. So we're walking out. She's grabbing me saying, you need to do something about this. I'm still in that thinking process of trying to figure out what's, you know, what's going on. Right. So I'm stepping away. And then I realize 
she's going in. And as I realize, <laughs> bye, Jen. As I realize she is going in, I'm realizing no, this is a real fight, and they are throwing punches, and like oh. stuff is really happening here. And then I have no choice. I'm going in with her. I'm not right. leaving my wife to go in, you it's know, to this situation alone. It's a smart decision. Thank you. Uh-huh. It seemed like the right decision. I would have rather waited to see if there were weapons involved before I walked over there, but not well, anymore. Also, and I don't know if this is something that you're thinking about too, but you're a big guy. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're kind of a target. If you walk over, it, it could easily turn into, oh, big guy's coming over. And then all of a sudden it's easy to pound on you. I you don't know, know. No, no. The opposite. In fact, what oh, I you always, can break them up what I always forget big. is that I break up fights quickly because nobody wants to come through me. Giant. Yeah, no. And what's interesting Excuse is made the mountain coming through. <laughs> Excuse me. What's interesting here. is, yeah, but what's, what's fascinating is I don't carry myself aggressively, right? right? I carry myself passively. I'm a peacemaker. I, you know, you're like, so, you're like, um, the Eeyore hound or something. Okay. Fair enough. I don't know. If Whatever. I don't right. remember that, that Game of Thrones, Winnie the Pooh crossover yeah. that obviously happened. Pooh of Thrones wasn't, the Pooh of the <laughs> wasn't on my reading agenda. Okay. So what happened? So anyway, so I'm walking uh, in behind my wife and my wife tells the story that she could tell they straightened up when they saw her coming. Well, I could tell they were looking at me. <laughs> And so we kind of went in and like we just naturally instinctively each took a person, a person Uh and started separating them and talking them down. And it was actually kind of beautiful uh, in in a really interesting way. I did have the recognition with the, the guy that that I was separating where he was just frantic and you know when somebody's in the heat of I'm going to destroy this person and he looked up at me and like everything just just shifted and all of a sudden he was like the puppy on his back like showing me his <laughs> belly yeah no it really was it was really fascinating and That's I don't know so cool is it I mean just as a person to have that just you just have well, that because of your size now let me clarify what you say about coming after the big guy is a real thing mm-hmm. but it's usually a very particular personality that wants to prove oh yeah yeah that they're tough enough to take the big guy right. on and so it's it's usually a direct aggression mm-hmm. when i come into the middle of the fight i'm not the one who is being sought after to fight i'm just an obstacle at that point and i'm a big obstacle and so it's like do i really want to keep doing this if this guy's standing in my wow, way wow this is crazy so, so yeah how so, did it go like afterwards the diffusing process like well we just we we kind of walked them apart talking to them now it was great you know it was a twosome and and then i think a, a three or foursome so, so it was like groups it was a group um and basically as far as we can tell one of the uh one of the people in the group of four uh threw a homo uh, homophobic slur at the oh, two guys who okay. were together um and and that's what set him off he's like you can't talk about my boyfriend that way right. and then the guy that was with the, the person who said that, mm-hmm. you know, came in at him and then they started throwing stuff at each other and then started throwing punches at each other. And wow. And there was another group of people off to the side that were the shouting. Witness. Yeah. Another group of witnesses that were shouting, we're calling the police. We've called the police. You guys need to break it up. The police will be here soon. You know, kind of thing. At least um, they weren't like, get him. They were like <laughs> no. more the. No, they were, I, it was, you know, it's that's it, good. Everybody wanted to be a peacemaker except for the people involved but in it, especially the dicers. 
<laughs> who so were like weird. Moses parting the sea of anger and frustration. They just they <laughs> it was so weird. I'm just I haven't been in that kind of situation in forever. I love your and... wife so much. Good on you, Jen. That's exactly no, what I no, do. But Danae, oh no no no, but no, that is what I do. I like I'm like <laughs> I walk up to the problem and I'm like, what's going on here? That's usually what I do. Right. I don't know how different it would be now. I haven't seen a fight in a long time. If somebody but... were, if some, if I, if I immediately saw that somebody was in danger like if somebody had their hands around somebody else's throat right or something like that i'm in i'm not thinking beyond that right but if if they're just swinging and missing each other i'm you know or I, yeah, i'm gonna wait and see if somebody's can, pulling out a knife or stuff can happen though in fights where it just it, it takes a turn and someone's life is completely changed mm-hmm. because they hit a guy he falls over and cracks his head on the concrete because if it right. was the theater you know they have those big concrete things right, so yeah, yeah, there's yeah. just all these things could, that could happen so i don't know for me, I'm glad it was best case scenario in that way. It was a nice way. balance of the two yeah. kind of things. But it was, it was, there was that moment where was like, guess I'm going in too. It's like, <laughs> I follow her. Uh, I'm not letting her go in alone. Uh, it's like group four enters the game because mm-hmm. there's three groups at play. Yeah. Wow. No, and I, and it was like, it was like, uh, I imagine sheep herding. You know, I, I like, I like, uh, we like the placed myself between yeah, yeah, yeah. the two, and then I, I, as they're walking to their car, I'm still kind of making sure I'm between the two parties and, and so watching them they drive out. Disperse and, before the police yeah. arrived. Yeah, the police got there right as they were leaving. So wow, so, what yeah. a day! Nope, you hadn't shared that one. I can't believe it. It happened like a, a month ago. <laughs> what like, a beauty! It's just one of those things that it just it, it's out of the norm. So you know, think about it. Wow. Nothing cool like that has happened to me in a long time. I cool. I don't know that the so word is cool. cool. <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> uh, there, there was, uh, there was popcorn spilt that day. It's too bad. Although the animals love it. That is true. The squirrels are like, yes. Way to find the silver lining today. <laughs> hey, thank you. <laughs> Those squirrels. Those squirrels sit out, sit out on the the uh, the power lines, waiting for fights to happen outside the theater. They're the ones that are throwing their voices, <laughs> that's making, right. and making that's the right. slurs. The person never actually said anything. No. It was a squirrel trying to start something. Those dang squirrels. That's amazing. All right, well, are you ready to peruse some news today? Wait, is it peruse day? Is it? Is that? Is it? Studio DNA presents Peruse the News. Every day, so many things happen around this crazy world of ours, and it's up to your host to glance around at them and decide what's worth talking about. Join them on a journey of the wonderful, a journey of the strange, a journey of adventure. And here come our hosts now. Please welcome, it's Aaron and Danae. Trying to change it up a bit, but mm-hmm. I shouldn't do that because it, is so much more breathy when you're talking. Mm-hmm. The doo doots just require, you know, good. Well, you know. you're an expert doo dooter. So oh, thank you. You're an expert introducer dooter. <laughs> Who goes first today? I don't remember, but I think I'll jump in. Okay, um, do it. So I find this really interesting. A uh, French village is offering a couple thousand dollars, so not like tons and tons of money. I'll take it. To somebody who can decipher a centuries-old stone message. Mm. So essentially, and I'm going to butcher these names of towns, but um, Plogastal, it's a small village in France's Brittany region. Mm. Um, they're offering this prize. It's a 230-year-old inscription that's carved into this big rock slab, but it's um, in a cove, and so you only can access it in low tide. So it's just been something that they've known about for some time, but there's these 20 lines of language that have been carved into the stone and mm. they really can't crack it. They're trying to figure out where it comes from and not not who wrote it, but just like 
what language is this? And they think that it was probably written by somebody who was semi-illiterate, who was using kind of a combination of sounds of letters Mm. and just their own mind to try to convey a message. So it's it's kind of half doodling, half language. Yeah. And so they're trying to figure out if somebody can help them figure it out. So they've opened it up to the public. You can apply to get the pictures of the inscriptions and then see if you can crack it. So you don't have to like go to Plugastal or whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. So um, I think this stuff is fascinating. It is fascinating. I've I've solved it. I know what it says. Oh, good. Um, There are two, there are, Two dates. So I'm curious. Mm-hmm. It's 1786 and 1787 are written on it. Does that go along with what you know? Um, I'm, I mean, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, hey, this is Roger. My foot's stuck and the tide's coming in. Um, can somebody get me out of here? Uh, Tell my wife I love her. Hey, still Roger. Uh, tide's <laughs> up to my waist now. Um, anybody coming? <laughs> hey, guys. Roger here. Uh, we're up to the nipples. Um <laughs> That's really funny because the first letters are R O C A R. <laughs> See, I told you it was Roger. Did I knew. You, did you look at no, this? No, I had no idea. <laughs> oh my gosh. Poor Roger. <laughs> Poor Roger didn't make it. Uh, that'd be fascinating. I hope somebody figures it out. Uh, the challenge ends in November, after which a panel of experts will select the most plausible interpretation and determine the winner of the hey, prize. Hey, listen, I think I've got a good shot at this. You need to go fill out a form. I think I've got a good shot. It reminds me of, do you remember there was an actual word puzzle that somebody put on a piece of art? Yes. I think it's outside of like the FBI or the NSA or it's like. um, Is it the stone? It's well, I think so, but it's it's the like a cryptogram. Statue? It's like a cryptogram, mm-hmm. and there's like seven sections, and every, and people have figured out the first six, and nobody's figured out the seventh one, right? For like years, and that's what it reminds me of is yeah. you know that kind of thing. Except so. for it's illiterate Roger. <laughs> Sorry, poor Roger. <laughs> poor Roger. <laughs> guys, uh, the last lines. Guys, could I could I get a life vest? Do they have those? <laughs> Not yet. In the 18th century? No, he was a genius. He was way ahead of his time. <laughs> uh, ready for my first one? Yep. Body adapts, recovers from occasional pigging out, study finds. So basically the study shows that if overall you eat healthy um, and get a little bit of exercise, that actually pigging out for a few days, the body doesn't even really do much to it. A few days? Yeah, like a holiday. Like if you pig out over Christmas or... You know, a spring break or that whatever that your me. your body recovers. <laughs> Why? Well, I'm just now getting back into kind of what I would call my pre-pregnancy. No, I'm not talking about my physical body. I'm talking about the hunger level. Aren't you still nursing though? Because doesn't that impact it? It does. However, the hunger has been. I, I feel myself myself moving back into what I was before, which mm-hmm. is I could pick up something and just munch on it and be fine. Yes, we all of, we all know the story of the half eaten jelly bean. But for the last <laughs> the last like two and a half years, you know, getting pregnant and then having Iris just that first, especially that first year of nursing. Yeah, I have never experienced endless hunger <laughs> where I can just eat and eat and eat and eat and eat. And my body is just, you know, running Today's through like, so many calories. Oh, that's what the word ravenous means. Yeah. I had never experienced that before, yeah. but it was terrifying. Well, welcome. well and, but imagine now, living with that every day. I can't, I cannot imagine it. So it's it just, I'll, I'm relating more to the what days of eating without thinking, like mm-hmm. or feeling I like, I can feel my stomach stretching again in that. Like if I have a large meal, mm-hmm. it hurts. Yeah. Whereas 
before it's like just i could eat anything all the time just let me continuously eat because yeah. i'm burning so many calories with this child yeah so that's interesting. yeah it's interesting for me because i've been doing this uh really strict eating thing for about six weeks now mm-hmm. um just kind of see how it feels how it works um in general when you do a strict diet Basically, all you're doing is an advanced form of calorie restriction. The reason, let's say, Atkins, quote unquote, works is because when you cut out the carbs, it's more than just that carbs create different kinds of enzymes. It's also that you're eating less calories. And at the end of the day, that's almost always the reason that you'll burn fat is because you're uh, taking in less calories than your body needs to metabolize things. Um, but I've been doing this thing and it's been fascinating because I have felt like if only I had like every, you know, couple weeks, just a day where I could eat what I wanted to, that my body would actually react better. And I don't know if that's psychological or if that's scientific. I've heard people say that's real. I've heard other people say, no, just stick to, you know, the patterns, the best thing if you can stick to a long-term pattern. And so something like this just reminds me. That the body is just this weird miracle mm-hmm. processing thing just that does stuff on. It just know, does its own tummy. thing. Like no, no, I'm serious though. It's just like it's yes, calorie in, calorie out is at the end of the day is kind of what happens. But uh, but your body is it it can metabolize things differently depending on what mood it's in. You know what I mean? So it's it's just like the the answer is um, there is no answer. Just try to be healthy, you know, because if you can try to be healthy, then, you know, I think your body will adjust to that long term. I think in general, if you can take steps in some way to get in tune with your body, and that's a weird thing to say, because sometimes you realize you're really disconnected from your body. Like you don't realize that your walking pattern, you can change how you put your feet to the floor and that can completely realign your spine in a new way. Or you don't realize that you've been toweling off after the shower in the same exact way for years. And you can kind of change that routine a little bit, maybe stretch your neck, you know, with your towel and do Mm -hmm. things to kind of be more aware of your body. Well, you can, or you can do a yoga class where you're talking to somebody who's trying to help you figure out how to- Actual yoga or breathing yoga? uh, Breathing yoga. (laughs) Or you can be very still and try to feel the ways that your lungs can expand inside your body. Those kinds of things you can do to try to connect with your body and be aware of it, Mm -hmm. I think is something that you can benefit from. Everyone can benefit from. And then when it comes to food, it's a similar thing. The more you tune in to what you need and give your body good nutrition, it kind of talks to you and tells you what it needs. Like mine tells me it needs Brahms and uh, and fried food uh-huh. and m- mustard packets every day. And, I, and that's what I do. <laughs> that's right. And I'm okay. So, Well, I, I honestly think... Stay in tune. I, I Eating healthy is great. Eating the quote-unquote right foods is valuable. Understanding how the body works in general. Mm-hmm. But I also think there's genuinely something to be said for variety and for the idea that your body is designed to handle a whole bunch of stuff yeah, yeah, and yeah. the more the more chance you give it to understand how to handle stuff, the better it it's going to be able to do that. And that's why so, you eat a variety of foods that no, taste totally. all different kinds of ways. Well, and and I and I have met, like I haven't had dairy in six weeks, right? Uh, I haven't had grains in six weeks. Um, so it's it, it has changed 
like I, I'm craving eggs and sausage in the morning instead of a bowl of cereal now because it's been six weeks of eggs and sausage in the you're, morning. You're resetting right? your system. But I think it would be good. I, I don't know that I like it overall because I think it would be good to have a bowl of cereal every once in a while and let the body handle that how it's going to handle it. It's the same thing I think about, you know, over cleaning. When we clean ourselves too much, we don't give our body the chance to develop a better immune system, those kind of things. So I think a lot of the, this is just my guess and instinct, a lot of the the increase in allergies and those kind of weird things is because we live in such a protected mm-hmm. you know, environment and our bodies don't have a chance to, to grow their defenses. So... So, I, I so would, eat whatever you want. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Stop bathing. <laughs> See, now you get it. I wouldn't say stop bathing, but stop using soap. I don't agree with that, but we've talked about that at length before, and I don't know how familiar you, our beloved listener, <laughs> is with that conversation. So I'll just skirt around it and go to my next one. Um, I'm kind of bummed. I actually just downloaded WhatsApp again because it's one that my uh, foreign sister, like who lives in Norway, and then you mean sister. My sister. Mm-hmm. She and I can communicate on that. We also obviously use Facebook Messenger, but WhatsApp is a really, really popular communication app. I think, is it owned by Facebook? I, yes. I believe it is, yes. yes. Um, anyhow. Which is why I'm hesitant to get it. Yeah. I just got it again because uh, the lady that is helping with childcare for me right now, she wants to use that for mm-hmm. communication and she sends me videos and pictures and they come through rather than they don't come through on text message for whatever reason hmm. the videos come through a lot better on whatsapp so i just saw this pop into my feed about i don't know 45 minutes ago um update your your whatsapp account right now so i just thought i'd share this because i know this is an extremely popular app if you don't use it just ignore the next three minutes okay um i'll be over here Update your app now because a vulnerability in the app allows a company to install surveillance software on iPhone and Android phones Uh, just by calling the app, whether you answer it or do not answer it. And after the call is placed and the software is installed, the call can be removed from your log, leaving no evidence that the call ever occurred. Uh, It has 1.5 billion users and Right now, they're all uh, the attack is from an Israeli company. They know that. Um, so this is all coming out right uh, now. It's, it's known for its Pegasus malware in the in the past. And uh-huh. I don't know if you're familiar with the Pegasus malware. That was a huge one that came through. Um, I remember when that one came through. It was just like a huge big deal because it was all. I don't. I don't even want to go into that. But um, they learned about the hack earlier this month, and then as of yesterday. They're asking people to use the app with precaution. Um, so I went immediately and looked for an update in the store. Uh-huh. My update, my most recent update was on the 10th. So I'm assuming that that was okay since they've known about it for a while. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't see an update any longer. Like, listen, there's no. So I'm just like, oh my gosh. I know. Guys, guys, let's <laughs> just huddle in here. Let's, we need to have a serious conversation. Okay. I know it stinks. Uh-huh. Everybody, I, I get it. I know it stinks. But people are watching you through your cameras and listening to you through your microphones. Whether you want them Whether to Whether you want them to or not. This is Somebody where... has access to it somewhere. The government, if nobody else. Just understand your laptop camera. It's looking at you all the time. Just understand there's no privacy. Well. And let's move on. Because <laughs> it's just like. Do I just, do I just like resign to that? Uh, that's what I've done. 
well, do I, am I supposed to be like nicer? Or am I <laughs> no, supposed to no, like I'm probably, no, I'm probably, foil? that's probably, I listen, if, if you don't, if you don't resign to it, the other option is the tinfoil, right? The other option is exactly is to cover up I your just, cameras. I just and, put a little sticky note <laughs> over my, my video camera, which but, isn't a horrible my, idea. That's not a horrible idea. It's still there. Right. And that's I what could, I'm saying. That's what cracks me up when people put ooh. something over their laptop camera and they carry around phones with a camera on the front and, and the, the back. back. Every single day. Into the bathroom while you go to the bathroom. <laughs> anyway, so just something to be aware of. Update your stuff and reminder from Aaron that we're already screwed. Okay. <laughs> well, and, and here's the other part of that. Don't be that person. You know what I mean? I mean, I wish don't there be weren't. What person? Well, I wish that the, the person who is going to invade people's privacy, oh, 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 you know, oh. don't be that person. But I thought I mean, you meant like, don't be the person that uses technology. And I'm like, Aaron? <laughs> No, you don't know you me very well. well. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, no. Says the Give guy me who all wants the technology. Implants. Yes, make me technology. I'm ready. I call them implants, and you always correct me afterwards. There's a better way to say that because implants makes me think that you're getting like those ab implants or <laughs> at least you didn't go breast. Butt. Well, yeah, or those. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I could judge. be one of those guys. You know, there are guys that have breast implants, right? And sure. I don't even I don't even mean transgendered. I'm not even talking about that. I just mean like on bets and those kind of yeah, things, and they just do stuff. People do stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay, what's your next one? That is the theme. (laughs) People do stuff. People do stuff. Uh, Average American has this many actual friends, a new study determined. Do you want to guess? I always love guessing. I know. That's why I like Uh, these guys. Six. No. Four. No. One. (laughs) Sixteen. Oh, that's quite a few. Well, it considers... Okay, so it breaks them up into categories. I think you were thinking like close, confidant you know, kind of friends. My version of friend is I call and they come, they drive 35 miles to my house in a rainstorm to help me. Okay. Those are my friends. So one or two. (laughs) I I probably have, if I, if I really needed, if I really actually put out a text message and says, I need you right now. Can you come? Right. I do wonder if 16 would show. So, um, wonder. Turns out, average American, this mm. is Americans, has three friends for life. That's probably that category. So FFL. Th- yeah, these are three. Uh, let's just go with friends for life. What? What is FFL? <laughs> no, no, no. It's okay. It's we can just move on. I just wouldn't. I know, personally, I'd I never know. put an F in any any <laughs> anagram. Well, I know it's FFS is any bad. initials, but FFL, L and FML, and yeah, there's 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 plenty but FFL of FFL is free. <laughs> like that one's not taken by the F word, <laughs> not to my knowledge. I'm just I'm always hesitant to put an F in any initials. <laughs> all right, That's all, right. all I'm saying. Okay, uh, three friends for life. Five people they really like and would hang out with one on one at any time. And, so, and one that just won't go away, even though you're not sure if you like him. <laughs> yes. That's, that the doesn't clinger. count as a friend. The clinger. <laughs> that is an annoyance. Uh, and then eight people they like, but don't spend time with one-on-one or seek out to spend time with. So it's including mm. in the category of friend, friends that okay. kind of get along with them, but yeah. we don't like try to hang or anything. So, and I think that's about right. That you know? feels good. Yeah. Um, it's, I, it's like a one size fits all friend category. It's it's an interesting article, too, because it kind of friend shames in a little bit. And it's like people need more friends. And the reason people don't get friends is because they're too shy and they feel oh, like that's it, weird. They feel like everybody has already has their friend group. And so and I'm of course, I'm over here going, I'm cool with my like, I don't need new friends. Like, yeah. I'm good. Like, right. You, you are the FFL guy. <laughs> 
I just immediately think effed for life. That's all. Oh. That's all. It's just immediately. Oh. So I apologize. It's it's my own problem. <laughs> you can't let it go. But I can't let it go. And I'm just gonna keep on going there. Um. But yeah, I I, I was actually thinking about this the other day that there is uh codependency right where you need people or you know people define your feeling about yourself who you are your friends I'm whatever I'm recovering codependent right that kind of thing mm-hmm. but there's also an unhealthiness maybe on my side as well where independency can become a you know a fault or a flaw right. to the extreme and sure. so I'm working in my own life to counter my own independency um, and I'm countering my codependency, <laughs> and together we are shoot the doing. I don't know. Shoe dependency. We're, sh- sh- we're FFLing. <laughs> Sorry, no, can't you're help good. it. You're good. Um, so I was thinking about this, and I was like, should I try to make new friends? And, the, and immediately, <laughs> your face. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just this this visceral like reaction. Like, oh no, that would be so. Awful and like I just like the effort it would take to No, it does take an effort to build a relationship. Yeah. It really does. And it's like I I you know, I'll develop friends with people I get along. Like you. You're a recent friend, right? Well, I mean we've known each other eight years. Eight years now. Mm-hmm. Um you're you're my most recent friend. Congratulations. Oh my god. <laughs> But that's what it has to, it just has to well, be. Well, I do remember you were quite shocked whenever you realized you had an additional friend category yeah. for me. Like yeah. it shook you. You're like, oh my gosh, I kind of want to be your friend, but <laughs> I don't know what that means. Well, in, in there's also the male female thing that made that strange for me too. Cause right. I never had a female friend other yeah, than my wife. Me, so you had me watch a video. <laughs> Do you remember? I do remember that, yes. Yeah. You're like, can you tell me what you think about this video? And I'm like, sure. And I watched it. I was like, eh, it's going to be yes, but whatever. <laughs> you're like, what do you mean? So I mean, the development of our friendship, it was, it was really unexpected mm-hmm. and it was natural. Mm-hmm. It was something that just came. And I think that's the fun part about friendships is that you can't really, I mean, you, you can force relationships. Right. It doesn't usually go great if you try to force relationships though. Right. If you kind of go with the flow of things and there's different levels. I have one friend, her name is Miranda. I adore her, but our like ability to hang out and spend time together is really limited, but that doesn't mean that our friendship isn't still there. And then I have another friend where we don't, we're not in the same state, Abby, but we talk regularly right now, but we've Mm -hmm. also gone years without speaking, not because we're upset, but just because of timeline. Then I've got friend, my best friend Shannon, who lives really close to me, and we see each other fairly often, and then we'll not see each other for like months because we both get busy. So it's just you know you have these different types of friendships, and so the interesting thing about the article, and it's a it's a shame that they're shaming people into thinking that they need to it do felt, something. It just different. felt like that way to me, but I wonder if it's my own my own biases, my yeah. own independence that goes, I don't need anybody else. But that, you don't. I mean, you really don't need. I if, don't if you feel have, like I do. If you have healthy relationships and it's working for you, then mm-hmm. why go, oh, I'm, you know, I'm shy five friends according to this article, so I better get busy, <laughs> you know? No, yeah, no, just I, love I've, your relationship. I found my people and, you know, like I've, I've got my college friends that we get together every single yep. summer and hang out and for a whole families. week together and their families. Yeah. And you have like, a, you have great relationships. Yeah, I feel, I feel like that. But but I do want to be careful that I'm not shutting myself off to something healthy if there's something, you know, well, a healthy friendship. Well, eight years ago, you proved that you don't do that. 
Because you it was let, kind of a you forced thing. We in. were forced to be in the oh, same room true. every morning we for did, four hours. We did hours, do a radio so show, to, a, like, a morning show together. Yeah. That's right. So there is that part of it as well. But, but who would it be in your life? Your trainer? Like who would it be that you well, just no, that's naturally a good, have? That's a great example. I spend you know twice a week with my physical trainer now, right? I, I'm not trying to build a friendship with him. He's teaching me how to, you know, make, Lift weights put muscles on my yourself. body. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, he's not a friend. Uh, I don't know. It's it's just weird for me to think about developing friendships. I have had, I will, I will say one thing and then I'll move on to my okay. last, my last one. Um, my relationship with Shannon that I was just mentioning, mm-hmm. it started with her calling me. We had just briefly had. Uh, a hangout time together. It was a forced event. You know, I was working at the radio station. She was uh, the host of an event that we mm-hmm. were putting on. And so we worked together. And within a few weeks, I think of that event, she called me and she said, I know we don't know each other, but I have something going on in my life and I feel like I'm supposed to talk to you about it. And I, I'm i uncomfortable, but I just have been praying about it. And I really feel like I'm supposed to talk to you. And so, of course, I do what I do. And I'm like, go, go for it. Let's talk. And that developed into a friendship that developed into she told me what was going on in her life. It was very serious stuff. We just kind of talked it out. I walked around the work three or four times just, you know, chatting with this person and we became friends. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes, you know, you do have to take an uncomfortable moment and ask someone if they can make time or space for you. And you may have to kind of share something that's going on in your life and get vulnerable it's not all like, hey, let's just go hang out and have fun. Sometimes friendships start because you share something deep. Mm-hmm. So if this has kind of triggered you in a way where you're looking for friendships or relationships that matter, where someone would show up at your door if it was a rainstorm at midnight, <laughs> you know, Did you say 35 miles, 35 have, miles. Okay. I just, I needed to know the distance. Yeah. That's so, the radius. 35 miles in a rainstorm mm-hmm. at midnight. I, you know, I, I feel like I wanted to pick this article because I wanted to have this conversation. And now I'm wondering, like, I'm very aware of all the people in my life who I like, I really like and love uh-huh. that are, you know, I don't consider like friend friend in that way. FFL. And I don't, <laughs> and I don't like, I'm, I'm aware that I may be offending some people. Do you know oh, what I mean? Like, uh, and, I, and I want, I want, I want, if, if you and I are a great acquaintance and we have a good time together. Please know I love you. It's just I'm talking about that different level of, hey, come over and let's talk to two in the morning. Right. You know, kind of friend. I'm so, going to tell you my deepest, darkest thoughts. Yeah. And yeah. You're yeah that love kind me of, anyway. Yeah. Friends. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yes. So, yeah. So I love you all. Good point. I really do. People have different versions of what friends right, means. Right. Totally. Part. All right. So speaking of people doing what people do, here's one. I think you'll actually like this one, Aaron. <laughs> this is an interesting transition into... Man allegedly gets a pet tarantula to keep his arachnophobic mother-in-law away. (laughs) Uh, Oh, that's awful. I pulled this off of Reddit. Mm -hmm. um, So you never know if this stuff is real or not, but Mm -hmm. whether or not it's real. Oh, this has happened. Certainly. I mean, whether it's a tarantula or some like people, people do these kind of things. There's a whole subreddit community called M.I.V. A hole, and mm-hmm. so you know, one of your favorite your own, Reddit communities. I, you shush, don't judge me. <laughs> just, no, I'm not. I'm just you know, you're always checking in, making sure. <laughs> Essentially, what this is is people posting their stories, going, "Wait, am I the one that's in the wrong here?" Uh-huh. And I love that question because I ask myself that question a, a lot. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's um, a very healthy question. It is a healthy question. So his story is that he has a mother-in-law um, that he cannot. 
understand well, the kind of uh, relationship where mm-hmm. I think she is from like the Chinese culture where they just sort of have, and uh, I'm, I'm making an assumption here based on what I read. So this is not personal. So if I'm wrong, if you live in this culture, please let me know if I'm being offensive because I don't intend to. But according to him, she just kind of like thinks that she can come over whenever she wants. She doesn't have to ask permission. Mm-hmm. So it's just a different cultural thing. Could be so, a cultural thing. Could be a family could thing. Could be a family different thing. Different families are different. Yeah. yeah. It, he kind of placed it like it was a cultural okay. thing. And maybe like his wife kind of talks about that in their mm-hmm. relationship. But either way, he likes his father-in-law, but his mom-in-law drives him nuts. And so when she was over recently, there was like this little harmless wolf spider that was in the corner and she had like a panic attack. Mm-hmm. So he was like, hmm. So he asked his wife, hey, can I get a pet tray? And she said, sure. And so he sets up this whole terrarium in the living room. And so now the mother-in-law can't come over because she is an arachnophobic. Amazing. The father-in-law can. And so his question to the community is, all right, judge me here. All right, let's uh, let's answer the question first. Yes, you are the jerk. Uh, (laughs) This is not a cool thing to do. Um, (laughs) I don't know. I kind of love it. It, it, It's so both things can be true. You can kind of love it, and he's still being a jerk. Okay, that's true. I mean, you know, one doesn't you know supersede the other necessarily. It's so passive aggressive. You know, it's is that the right term? Is that it's not quite as? I mean, yes, I think that is the right term. But it's, it's it's an aggressive thing. It's to, pretty aggressive, aggressive. It would be like if I went over to uh, my husband's uh, parents' house, mm-hmm. which would never happen because that's just never going to happen. But if we went there and they had a story set too up, long to tell right now, it doesn't matter. Just right. read into it what you will. It's not great. And in their living room, there was a shark tank and there's this shark in there. You know, it'd be like that <laughs> for me. Right. Which would never happen because yeah. he has that kind of money. But <laughs> I don't know. You have a really good friend who put a a shark picture up in their house. (laughs) You did do that. But but (laughs) But I I can promise you it wasn't to keep you away. (laughs) It's because it's awesome. Hey, Danae. And it was an amazing gift. I know you have a terrible phobia of of sharks. Uh So I'm going to put up a huge, huge Finding Nemo poster with a gaping. let's, Let's be clear. It is Finding Nemo. It's an animated film. A, a friendly shark with a gaping mouth, which is what you're afraid of. <laughs> His mouth isn't gaping. Oh, sure it is. <laughs> and I'm gonna put He's it. He's just right smiling on the he wall. You just see his teeth. It's not open. You have to look at it before you come into the studio. I'm just teasing you. I've been able to avoid it, by the way. Yeah, I agree with you though. Back to this this particular circumstance, I think that he is desperate for a solution and he's looking for a break and he took the first thought that he had and i don't know maybe he's tried to have conversations about boundaries and rules and he kind of indicated that his wife is like he's talked to her before and she's like it's fine it's fine it's fine but if she knows that her mom is an arachnophobic and she said yes let's get a tarantula i'm wondering if it's kind of one of those things where now she gets to have a break too (laughs) You know, without oh, she's got to be in on it. Yeah. She's got to know the reason. Sure. Yeah, I, I, that's a, that's a team effort. But still, that's I don't know. There's got to be a better way. I think the mother-in-law has to know. She has to know. That's what I'm saying. Humans aren't dumb. Well, some are, but <laughs> but for the most part, we know when people don't want us around. Yeah, yeah, and I think if you show up and your greatest fear is in the living room. I think that's a pretty clear sign. I think she's gonna she's going to use this tarantula to get over her fear and oh, then no. thank thank them so much 
for the the therapy that they've done with her and in fact she needs to come over more to do more therapy so can i move in yeah she needs to move in i think because this this is such a healing space for me (laughs) uh ready for the last one do it (laughs) speaking of this is really this is really a thing nostril hair extensions is a hot beauty trend for some reason no no is this real? That's I. I mean, is there this are plenty, one of the ones I find where th- it's on there this? Are pl- this is this is on CBS.com. Okay. This is not on uh, what Oddity Central. What, what did you call it? Read it or something? Read it. Oh, yes. uh, Read it. Uh, this is no. This is uh This is at least there are pictures all over Instagram. Oh no! So basically, my post-it just fell off of my video camera. They're poking through. <laughs> Sorry. So I I thought this was great because you've talked recently about, you know, beauty and all beauty and yeah. loving the Instagram model that has the unibrow. Yes. That kind of thing. And I just thought, well, the, here's another thing that is natural. It's, you know, we have nose hair. Yeah, it's a thing that happens. Me. You're testing me right um, now. I, I am. No, I I'm curious. That. No, I'm curious. Mm-hmm. So do you need to see a picture before we can Let's continue yeah. I'm, I'm having this, this discussion? Let's so, find out if I have a phobia. I mean, there's plenty of pictures, but this is this is one example. Holy <laughs> nose. Oh, no. Okay. So here's what I did not. Ex- okay. Just pause for a moment. Uh huh. I, I love you, listener. But this is what I thought I was going to see. Uh-huh. I thought I was going to see. Kind of like a dread coming out uh-huh. of the yeah. nostril, just sort of like hanging down yeah. in a way. This instead looks like a a spider has crawled up in the nose. <laughs> That's what I keep thinking. And it looks like spiders in your nostrils. And its legs are kind of coming out and curling around like eyelashes. Mm-hmm. It is eyelashes. Nostrils. It is eyelashes for your nose hair. Is this a joke? Basically. I mean, it's... I mean... People are doing it like it's a thing. People, people are doing it and leaving the house. I or think people so. People are doing it and taking an Instagram picture because there is a difference. Who knows? Who knows? But I mean, it's it's. it's I don't know. Certainly, challenging it's a choice. Beauty. It's and a choice. I, I like challenging beauty, but I question. So uh, let's compare it to unibrow model mm-hmm. or are, or a woman who doesn't shave her armpits, which is something we've talked about before. I could lift mine right now, and you would <laughs> see. But they don't look like spider legs. So anyway. Um, maybe that's my, maybe that's my, that's my stopping point. When, <laughs> is when it looks like a spider's crawling up your nose. No, for real. What I'm saying is though that was, that's her eyebrow hair, mm-hmm. you know? Now some people maybe could add eyebrow hair because they like it and they want to do like some microblading and just have, you know, the burnt unibrow mm-hmm. thing. That's what they want. Right. But I don't understand the purpose of having nose hair coming because we don't have that. That doesn't grow. That is not something that naturally occurs where people just have that much that nose hair much coming out. Hair yeah. yeah. Coming They're out extensions. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, it made me feel better about when I, you know, don't trim my nose hair. You just know, that can't be good. <laughs> or ear hair. Yeah, I mean, I'm that's, a lot that's of that the these next days. one. That's the next one. You should start the next Instagram trend. <laughs> just put like little eyelash extensions yes. in your ear hole, and then take a picture and join the, it, the beauty trend. It's just what we need. We just we just need like just so it looks like little critters are crawling out of all of our face holes. Like yes. that's, that's, that's every face hole. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for shooing the dough with us today. It's always fun to hang out with you. We've really loved coming back to the microphone and restarting our podcast. Please tell your friends that we are back. Share Shoe the Dough 
with a friend and review us on iTunes. You can go there. It's just a great way to let the community at large know that you enjoy the show. It is good to be back. Uh, things have changed over the years for Shoe the Dough. We we got a, an amazing intro oh, from a we fan. Talk about that. we used to have we used to do fan intros for the show, but Tassie Tab has come back to do the intros. Oh, um, we should talk about that. Well, that I am talking so about cool. it. It was so cool, and thank you so much for sending that intro. It is not something we we may go ahead and play it anyway, but it has information that isn't necessarily true anymore. Uh, in the intro that we used to have people record for us. So. Yeah, that came from Othello. Yeah. So thank you for that. Um, I realized once we got that in that I need to update our website. Wherever I've mm-hmm. got that information, I need yeah. to figure out how to fix that because we could still play fan sure, stuff. Sure, especially if the information was correct. Yeah. I have no problem playing a fan intro. Um, oh, it was but, so cool. But So thank you so much thank for that. You, uh, we do appreciate it. We love the fact that you're listening, enjoying what's going on. If you have anything else you want to tell us, uh, you can send us an email. It's at uh, feedback at shoethedough.com. should get to us. Uh, also, if you want to find out more about the Studio DNA Podcast Network, uh, you can do that at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA. Huge thanks to Chris Tilly for composing the <laughs> Shoe the Dough theme. Oh, um, oh, and producer Phil for helping yeah. out with all things on Studio DNA Podcast Network. Um, you can subscribe, rate, comment, all that kind of fun stuff, uh, especially in iTunes. That really helps if you throw us some stars there. Uh, say Check them nice. at us. Yeah, some throwing stars. Exactly. Um, we would love for that. And then also... Uh, please feel free to support the Studio DNA Podcast Network at Patreon. Yeah, we have a Patreon, yo. Um, you can do that at patreon.com slash studio DNA. You'll get all, you'll get your own podcast. It's just one level of giving, three bucks a month, and you get all the podcasts, including all the bonus podcasts from all the Studio DNA podcasts, um, including Sif Pop and Horrible Movie Podcast and how many are there now? Uh, 174,000 podcasts. Yes. Um, that we are is, very busy. That is amazing. I didn't realize. Poor producer Phil. There are 11. Oh, 11. Okay. But but some of them are inactive now. That's true. That's so true. it just kind of depends. And three of them are this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Four if you include Sip Pop. Uh, anyways, you can do all that at uh, patreon.com slash studio DNA. Thanks, and uh, we'll be off Thursday, but we'll be back uh, next Tuesday with some more Peruse the News.